Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome to this edition of Victoria's Families. We have a mega surprise for you today. Big time, big time. And today we're talking about, last week we talked about the fact that Victoria's Families are anchored in love and grace, unconditional love and grace. And if you missed that, you should go on YouTube or Facebook and get the interview. You will benefit much from it. And today we are talking about Covenant that victorious, victorious families are built on com- commitment and covenant. But let me take us back to where we started. Psalm 68 verses 5 to 6. I'm going to be out of here in just a couple of minutes. And we are taking you to the interview with Dr. and Mrs. Okulo who have a big surprise for us. They are, they are, they are going to be interviewing a big surprise. Let me just keep it that way. All right, it says, A father of the fatherless... A defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. Says God sets the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. In other words, it's God's will that all of us should belong to victorious families. Because God sets the solitary in families. God doesn't want you to be alone now, you may be in a situation where your family situation hasn't worked out as expected, where things are not the way you had hoped because this is earth. On earth, some things work well and some things don't work well sometimes. Regardless of your situation, there is always redemption and God wants you to be a part of a victorious family. We have the advantage in Africa of extended families. Look up your uncles, aunties, cousins, nephews, nieces, and start doing that. And if your situation is still as good as you have a family, you you can tell your siblings, uh, father, mother, you need to know that that's God's will for you to be in that victorious family. Now, Proverbs 24, 3 to 4 uh, instructs us that through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. What breaks down families is not because people are bad. No one walks down the aisle planning to ruin it. It's wisdom. Wisdom. It says through wisdom, a house is built. Whatever hasn't worked out in your life yet, in your marriage, in your family, there was a wisdom gap. And what we are doing this month is to bring you some wisdom that can help you see how to get into a place of victory as a family, as a couple, or if you are not in that family environment, at least you'll know what you need to do to get it better or you can help other people. So that's what we are doing this whole month, bringing some serious wisdom about facts and how you can go from acceptable to victorious. 
ladies and gentlemen, without wasting any other, any more time, without any further ado, I don't, I do, I didn't, right now, let us welcome Dr. and Mrs. Okulo as they bring us a big surprise. Over to ya. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, good, good to see you. Good morning, everyone. Sure. <laughs> before, before anything, we'd like to wish worship harvest. Bugolabi! Happy, Happy fourth anniversary. anniversary. You guys rock! <laughs> Happy fourth anniversary. <laughs> So you guys, today on Victoria's Families, we are going to deal with the fact that Victoria's Families are built on covenant. For a second, I was like, who's Victoria? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, continuing our series at Victoria's Families, we are so delighted to have you here to be with us. We've got a great surprise for you today. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great honor to introduce our couch guests for today. Yes. <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> Ladies, it's my parents themselves, Dr. and Mrs. Tusuria, who we could afford to call. Tusu and Dorcas are here with us today. So ladies and gentlemen, give them a warm welcome. Yeah. Just me, I can't call them Tusu and Dorcas. It's mommy and daddy. Yeah. Yes, for me. You see how they throw you under the bus? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry, can, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they've been married for 39 years. Yeah. They've known each other longer. They met a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They know the details. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But they've been married for 39 years. One, I mean, one of the biggest reasons, apart from God, that we've managed to stay married is because they've modeled what it means like to yeah. stay together, to be together. My mother once said to me, if a boy doesn't, can't look you straight in the eyes, don't trust him. Mm. And then also, <laughs> can I trust you. <laughs> And then also, I remember when we were going to get married, my dad and mom, I thought they would be on my side, but they kept saying, Angela, if you're not serious about this boy, leave him alone. Don't waste his time. I'm like, I thought you should be telling him to be serious about me. But they, I mean, they also told you that the same. But they're like, if you are not serious about each other, don't even start. Don't take this journey. And so here are two people who are serious about each other. So we're very excited to have you here. 39 years is a very, very long time. And looking at how marriages have been, we've been watching marriages, you know. I mean, some people have been married, what, three months? And they call it quits. But you guys have been at it for 39 years and still going and making marriage look so good and simple that anyone would you know just watching you are like you know what we want what you guys have so i just have a question for you 39 years how have you managed to stay married for 39 years okay i'll start um, 39 years 
time does fly, yeah? yeah Doesn't yeah. it? When you're having fun. Yes, I, 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 I actually remember when we met. Oh, when mm -hmm. I first saw you, uh -huh. oh. I remember <laughs> <laughs> you were putting on a brown t-shirt. Hey! Yes, I remember. Putting <coughs> on a brown t-shirt, I saw you and oh, you were really handsome. Huh? <laughs> you had a beard, yes, I like the beard. And my heart skipped a bit. Yeah. <laughs> these, things, these things are not in books. It really happens. Yes. <laughs> my heart skipped a bit. Anyway, um, I want to start by thanking God for being with us for the last 39 years. Uh, we give glory and praise eh, to him for seeing us through those, all those years of love and, and friendship. Ah, you know, from the word go, we have been working as partners. Mm. Mm. Working as partners, we plan and discuss together, mm. and this has given us a chance to communicate a lot, mm. yeah. and uh, it has brought us even very close together. Mm. As husband and wife, as friends, and as parents, mm -hmm. it has really brought us uh, very close to each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it has even uh, given us a chance to, to bond more. more. Yeah. We are always there for each other, yeah. uh, providing support in difficult times, um, cheering each other, and praising each other. Mm -hmm. eh? <laughs> Oh, we have even learned how to compromise. Yeah. Uh, because mm -hmm. you can't get, you can't always get everything that you want. Mm -hmm. And um, respect has been a very important uh, thing in our relationship. Mm -hmm. I think what I have learned is that what you get out of your marriage mm -hmm. hmm, is what you put in. What you get out of your marriage is what, what you, put, you in. put in. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think so. What do you think? <laughs> Can I disagree? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> sorry. We are, we are speaking English. <laughs> I'm trying to remember this, this man. I, I think it was uh, Einstein. <laughs> Somebody went to Einstein and said, uh, this business of relativity, it sounds very complicated. Mm. And Einstein says, no, it is very easy. If you put your hand on a hot plate for two seconds, it's a very long time. Yes. But if you sit with a beautiful girl in the park for a day, it is a very, very short, short time. <laughs> and therefore, when you say it is such a long time, I mean, mm. honestly, Mm. 39 years mm. is a very short time because I think, as Doc has said, we have been blessed. We have been blessed with caring, uh, with love, with challenges to mold us. And uh, mm. I, I don't look at it as short, I just say, oh my God, is it already 39 years? Mm. It's like when you tell Angela, please get home by 10 p.m. and she said, oh my God, so it's 11 p.m. Yes, <laughs> That kind of thing. <laughs> you know, just, just to pick up on something, you, both of you have used the word challenges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet when we look at your marriage, you look 
you might look challenge free challenge free mm. that you know you never face any struggles you never have any conflict are there any forces both external and internal that you can look at and say you know these things came and they probably shook us a bit and how did you handle them mm. from from that from from some of the stories you've shared with me i know that when you were giving birth to me you had to be in hospital by yourself uh, me, you know, if I, I guess also because of the season, but I was just thinking, if Emma left me at the hospital by myself, the next it day, I'd be like, dude, you're going to conjure me again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, it, it was the season, but then also at some point, daddy has to travel. At some point, I remember you are, you're, you're in class, you're studying. Um, yeah. yeah how, how do you weather those? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go first. Well, <laughs> I think those challenges really come, but you have to find ways and means of getting over them, mm. and you do that together. Mm. Oh. We have so many stories. Mm. You know, the, the first one. challenge that I remember, okay. I, uh, you know, when, when, we were, when we had just gotten married, I got married before I was confirmed. Ah. And that is another story. <laughs> <laughs> We were wedded by uh, our friend, the late uh, Bishop Bamose. Yes. So uh, after about two months, he called and said, you know, I'm going to confirm some people at St. Francis uh, Chapel. Chapel. Why don't you come along? So, So we went. I was confirmed. And after the confirmation, we walked to Wandegea. We buy some Kavala Galas. I think they were about six Kavala Galas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went home. We feasted on the Kavala Galas with the black tea. Mm. And, you know, we didn't have money to buy cake. <laughs> we didn't have money to, buy, to go out for a nice dinner because we were broke after yeah. the wedding. Yeah. But those were the most delicious Kavala Galas I had ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> we were happy. Yeah. We were in love. Yeah. You know, who cares? Mm-hmm. And it is not the you know the, the food that you eat, it is who you eat it with. So that was it. It didn't put us down. Yeah. We were happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about uh, being in hospital alone. Yes. Yeah. Those were days of curfew. It was war time. These yeah. people saying curfew is in you. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> that was in 1981, <laughs> and uh, there was a curfew, and the contraction started at night, around 2 p.m. So please add that uh, uh, breaking the laws punishable by death at that time. Yes. On site. Oh, wow. And the soldiers would just shoot you, so you understand, eh? So, um, <laughs> I sat on the bed, I slept on the floor, I went to the toilet, I went... I ate what the contractions were going on, and we couldn't move. So until 6, 6 a.m., we went to hospital. And uh, yeah, at that time, men were not even allowed around the, the labor know, ward. The, the labor ward. <laughs> 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 they were not allowed. You take somebody, you leave them there. So I stayed there for, we got there in the morning, the whole day, contractions, contractions. Go and walk a bit, come back, sit down. Drink uh, tea, drink black tea. And mm. then, 
there was a, a lady who came in as I was sitting there. The labor ward was there. Who she was putting on a busuti. Mm. Came in, removed the sash, threw it there. Removed the, the busuti okay. as he, she was walking. Mm. Everything. Wow. Left the things on the way. Mm. Entered the labor ward. Two minutes, the baby was there. <laughs> Me, I was there <laughs> alone. Yeah. Okay. So I had I had Angela at about uh, eight p.m. Mm. Wow! And Two he couldn't come until the following morning yeah. because yeah. there was curfew. Yeah. Mm. And you know, I was still in the labor road. He came. They told me to get up. I walked to go out because he can't come in. <sighs> So that, those were the times, yes. Those are, you know, th those challenges come, but you have to find ways of getting over them. Mm. 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 And, and I think really, like you said, I think it was about the foundation, mm. because everything I can think of which could have been a challenge mm. gave us opportunities. Now, we've got big families, you guys know them. Mm. And uh, these were the days of um, AIDS. Mm. Guys are talking about the COVID pandemic. AIDS was a terrible challenge because people were dying daily. Yeah. They were going for burials all the time. Mm. And therefore, you know a lot of your cousins and nieces, we brought them up and we were poor. She said we were poor after the wedding. We were poor before the wedding. So, <laughs> so let's, let, let's get this very clear. We, we, we had nothing in that flat in Michoho apart from the hard university furniture. But the foundation of God and the foundation of love no, yeah. shaking it is not yeah. easy because yeah. it gives you a different attitude. Mm. And yes. therefore, instead of that being a challenge, it helped us to expand our hearts and say, wait a minute. You know, sometimes we think we are suffering, but we're not really suffering. Mm. I think uh, this is not a story I told because I read it. You know, when somebody prayed to God that, oh God, please give me shoes. And God said, you are lucky. Your neighbor doesn't even have feet and you are praying for shoes. So be thankful that you have got feet. And therefore, I think we learned early in life to count our blessings. Yeah. So when you count your blessings, the challenges actually disappear. Yeah. So I was poor, but I had this beautiful little girl by, by my side. <laughs> she was smaller than Angela. Yeah. <coughs> but, <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> but, but quite seriously, guys, it is, yeah. it is that foundation that keeps, keeps you together. So a challenge comes in a different perspective. Mm. It does not shake you apart. It, it brings, brings you together you so that you can address, address. that challenge mm. together. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. That's, yes. awesome. That's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Friends, remember, if you have questions, send on Facebook, send on YouTube. Yeah. We'll probably answer one or two of those questions. When you talk about challenge and when you talk about, I've, I've just been thinking, uh, there's a particular just a story in my mind that I remember and I'll be able to share it without crying this time. But many times these days, people go through challenges and, and they're ready to walk away. But, Amami, thank you for teaching me how to stick by your husband no matter what. By that challenge. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick by this challenge. Wow. Because <laughs> I do remember a time when uh, my sister was at Buganda Road. I was at Chitante Primary School. So daddy would have to take me to Chitante Primary School and then go to Makere University. Mm -hmm. And so I remember 
we used to get a lift from Uncle Farouk. Mm. <laughs> he would drop us at the Mulago Shell, Shell. Mm -hmm. and then he would walk with me to Chitante Primary School, and then he would walk back and pass through, what's that? Katanga. Katanga, Katanga. Mm. to go to Makere. Faculty of Technology. Mm. Mm. Almost every day before he got a car. Now these days, you know, I, I hear many girls saying, when I get, you know, the guy doesn't have a car, or, but, you know, but I just, the particular day that I remember, just thinking, wow, is it was raining, Uncle Farouk picked us up, those he had small, a small, small those pickup, the sign, a small pickup, we sat at the back, because we take some cheetah and tape, you know. And then I sat at the back under Atundu Valley, and Daddy, you sat in the corner, just at the corner of the taxi, of the pickup, pick mm -hmm. and it was raining. Oh gosh! Then one of the kids asked you, "You had a, a, a what Time are those mix. watches? Was it anyway a cool watch?" Blover, a Citroen. It was a Blover, a Citroen. I bought it in Canada when yes. I was there. Yes. So then the person asked you, eh, "Isn't your watch getting wet?" Then you're like, "No, it's waterproof." Like you shrugged it off, like it's not a thing. And I remember thinking to myself, you have to take me to school and then come back and go and lecture university students. So probably I'm not going to understand why a lecturer arrives wait. Mm. That sort of commitment to family and to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very it's very impressive. The butterflies, Mulina butterflies. I remember growing up used to go out every Friday like how, how do you keep those butterflies? Someone asked last week that the butterflies <laughs> in, in the honeymoon, then they stop. How yes. come you have butterflies? Over what? You touch, touch, you have uh, mold. Yeah. <laughs> These butterflies. Um, I think the most, the most important uh, thing is to get even closer to do, you know, things, sharing experiences. Yes. Eh? Yes. Sharing experiences, like, we love traveling. Mm. We love traveling together. Mm. Yeah. Recently, we were in Rome. Mm. Oh, mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, went to, we went to Venice. We, sit, we sat on the gondola. Was singing for us as they were rowing. You know those shared experiences. Yeah. Um, we love music. Mm -hmm. We love to dance. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes when we are at home, he he gets out his guitar, mm -hmm. he plays, mm -hmm. and we sing. I sing out of tune, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Sometimes we we have those. Uh, uh, old music, our yeah. old uh, yes. mm. We have a turntable. Some of you have never seen the, a turntable, yeah. but we have one. So we dance to our, you know, music. Mm. You know, oh, we have our little surprises. Mm. Mm. Little surprises. I know he loves certain foods. He likes to eat mm. <laughs> quiche Lorraine. So. Yeah. One time I shoot. Did you want to come? With a K. So he knows I like my cup of tea before I go to sleep. Yeah. It will always be there. Oh. It will always be there. Um, what do we like to do? We, uh, but you know, the, what is most important is to keep that fire burning. Yes. Yeah. 
Mm. Keep the intimacy alive. Mm. You know what I mean. I think I think we are not able to can. <laughs> I think we are we are very fortunate because uh, we started with nothing but each other. Mm. And I mean this this is literally yeah. true. Yeah. Okay, I had uh, a guitar <laughs> and I had a Sansui music system. Those are the two things I came back with from Canada. That was it. Mm. And a lot of books of course novels and so on. <laughs> and therefore being together started with walking to town together mm. you know remember the early days i would go to town uh, if the day was good i would walk to nachivubo market what owino yes buy enough food for the day walk back through makere chivulu to michoho and that would be our meal and next day the, the routine would continue and we were happy mm. it didn't matter you remember chibedi andrew yes would send him to buy half a kilogram of um, Mputa, what is Mputa called in English? Nile Patch. Nile yes. And it, it will be delicious. So, you know, when you learn to delight in little things, mm. then get, staying together is not, maybe it is a challenge for some people, but, uh, and then beyond that, there's this, this promise people make, which for us was very serious. I was asking you guys, yes. that before you even go to church, please be sure of each other, because when you step up the altar and make this covenant mm -hmm. before God, then it, it has to mean something to you. Yes. Yes. And I would rather you don't get married, go and have your children who still love the children regardless, mm -hmm. but don't make the commitment in faith unless you know that it is for life. Mm -hmm. I, I think this is, this we must always remember. Mm -hmm. Cohabit. It's okay. <laughs> I will not condemn you. No, we can't condemn you because we are not holy. We have got our challenges. We are not perfect individuals. We are not holy people. But we are together. Commit. And therefore, don't commit. We don't condemn because if we condemn, well, you know it's wrong to condemn any person. But that commitment has to be there. It has yeah. come from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Am I looking serious? No, 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 it's just the things that I'm, I'm wondering whether to say the views shared so, so, by my dad are not necessary anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, um, so there, there, was, there was a time in your relationship when you had to be away mm. for several months. And, uh, even now, and even now, because of the yeah. work that you do with Rotary Foundation, with uh, even the job that you do with uh, Knowledge Consult, it gets you moving all over the world mm. all the time. Mm. So how do you deal with those times when you are separated for, long, for a long time? Mm. And how do you deal with the several absences? People are struggling with long-term relationships. For some people, people the idea... People, once someone says maybe they're going to study for one year, they're like, mm. the it's relationship over. We're can't done. continue. It's mm. over. Yeah. So how, how have you handled that? Mm. Should I go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I remember reading in a novel, <laughs> somebody said, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm -hmm. Then somebody responded, of somebody else. <laughs> 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 but, but, but 
seriously, in, in, in our case, it didn't happen. It's, it's interesting that uh, people even think it is long distance. People don't understand what long distance is. You know, you can now communicate on WhatsApp and everything all the time. But picture the days. It was 85. 85. That's the longest I was. It was for three months. I had a UNESCO research fellowship in Canada. For three months. And guess what? How do they construct? No sooner had I left to Kampala yeah. than the Okelos <laughs> took over. Was it 85? Wow. Yes. Was it 85? It was 85. Yes. I mean, Canada, these guys are in Mitchell. There's no communication. You can write a letter and hope that you get a response before three months. So long distance, what is long distance when you can communicate? Yeah. So, so nowadays it is very easy and, and Docas knows that along the journey wherever I'm going, at each transit point, you know where I am. Yeah. As soon as I arrive, you know where I am. As soon as I get up, we shall talk. Yes. So w when you communicate with somebody you know, and you can even sense what they are saying without communicating, it becomes a bit easier. But it is tough. Yes. And uh, I'll make some confidence. She knows then. I'll, I'll actually tell her. One time I think it was Marrakesh. I was leading the Uganda delegation to the ITU, plenary potentiary. And because I must have said something which sounded clever in the plenary, <laughs> we were invited by the American ambassador. <laughs> Seriously, there's a the big reception going on. Do you know that I left that reception and I called Lucas, I said that I was feeling lonely. So, Aww. yes, it is, it, it, it is tough because you, I miss this guy even when I'm traveling. That is a fact. And she knows it. Yeah. She knows it because she senses it and I'll tell her. Yeah. Okay, yes. yeah. yeah, and when he's away, that is when... I know when he's coming back, the butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> we have some questions yes. here uh, on Facebook and on YouTube. Someone, um, I pray for you because I, I think I know what the answer is going to be. Please share the biggest disagreement or fight you guys had and how you dealt with it. <laughs> Mm. Should we answer that? Yes. You want to go yeah, first? Or go first? Well, I just I'll just make one statement, mm. <coughs> and that is, when you tell people that we, we have never fought, we have never quarrelled, we don't believe you. Yeah. It has yeah. never happened. Yeah. Huh? Thirty-nine mm -hmm. years. Period, yes. <laughs> That's it. That is. <laughs> never. No. We're, guys, we are not telling you, right? No, it's, it's, it is. it's, I've never, I've never seen you fight, I've never you know, seen you, I've never seen it. Bishop Amose, late Bishop Amose, say that uh, any couple, which when they close the door of their bedroom, you don't hear any laughter and smiles and so on, you know, that be a challenge. You're supposed to get some... I'm not talking about uh, sex or whatever, but you're supposed to have... You are together. Yeah. Mm. For example, she likes putting things above the bathroom so that they can drop on my head. She has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> she has stopped. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <coughs> what about when there are times when I'm in the bathroom <laughs> and I, I look, there's no towel. I say, Tusu, can you please uh, send me the towel? <laughs> she opens the door and has the comb. 
Would you ask for a call? Oh, hand the here. But but, but the, the, the the point is, as 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 couples, as couples, you must learn to forget your age. Yeah. You know, children have fun. Eh? It's true. And, um, it is true. They have fun. You know, when children, you, you, you know them. Yes. They'll be disagreeing one moment and then they're hugging the next moment. So the, the issue disappears. Oh, yes. you know, because you are playing all the time. You are, you are still children together, even if you are grandparents. Mm. You must have that fun. Yeah. And the pleasure of doing yeah. little things, going out to look yeah. at the flowers. Mm. And that, that is part of life. And you, you keep yeah. going. Um, I think Emma will ask the final question, and then if you have that'll any... Be, that'll be yours. Yes. It depends on what you're asking. <laughs> so, a question. <laughs> so, the question here is on finances. How do you handle finances? Joint account? Who's in charge? <clears throat> From the word go, we've all had different accounts. Mm -hmm. Different accounts, but somehow we work together. If yes. I don't have money, I tell him, yeah, I don't have money. If we have some, some investment that we want to do, we all bring in some money and, mm -hmm. you know, they, somehow we work together. But we all have different accounts. Yeah. What do you have to say? Yeah, and that's right. Uh, the business side is always joint. We yes. have a common account. So when I had, uh, when I had the little shop in Wandegea, <laughs> we had the shop in Wandegea when she was doing uh, uh, dresses for girls on campus and all that, when I started in construction, all that was together. But the fact is, I'll never get an amount of money, and she does not know about it. Yeah. And vice versa. Yes. So, to me, trust is not about the fact that you have a joint account. Actually, in some ways, that can imply distrust. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah. not criticizing joint accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a certain statement that no, let's, we must keep our money together so that I know what know you have happening. and you know what yes. I have. But if I, I can know what you have and you can know what I have without it being together, what difference What's does it make? Yeah, well, Our yeah. first car was bought from her UNDP side. Remember the famous UXM983. Yes, mm. yeah. Violet. Yeah. Very wow. smoky, but beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it was smoky. Yes. <laughs> no, it, it was badly designed, that's why. But those days, the Messiah in Makerere. I could not survive. She got yeah. a job in New Lips as soon as we came in, so she sustained us. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it becomes easy. It's not a problem. Mm -hmm. So, at any time, she will know exactly what I have on my account and vice versa. Mm -hmm. At any time, if there's any major expenditure, I will discuss it. Mm -hmm. If it is charitable, she can give, I can give, we can give together because being charitable is part of life and still brings you even closer together yes. Yes. because caring about others also. You don't become God, but you get that little feeling that maybe, maybe we have got a little slice of God in us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or maybe. Talk about Rotary. Rotary, for that matter. Oh, I mean, yeah. Rotary brings us yeah. together. We are both. Do you have your pin? It's there. Yes, it's there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's not. A, it's not a show off. It is a sign of mutual recognition. It mm. is a, that we belong to the same family. We care about the the wellness of communities. We don't give handouts, we give hand-ups. So, so again, together with that, we've been involved. And it has made life easy in terms of holidays because there's a Russian convention somewhere every year. We plan our holiday. They don't pay you pay. And they don't pay. <laughs> but uh, 
Um, uh, two, two, two questions. One, today many couples are facing financial challenges. So I, I, you'll find the question here. Women have become more financially able and are able to provide for their family and men are absconding it. Would you speak into that? Daddy, can you speak into that? Mommy, can you speak into forgiveness? I know you're a very, very forgiving, forgiving person. I've seen you in spaces, you forgive easily. So can you just talk about the, the, just the role of forgiveness in, in your marriage together? Daddy, can you talk about the financial thing? Women have become more financially mm. able and able to provide for their family and men are absconding it. Can you speak into that? Mm. Maybe. But when, 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 when we got married, she was more able to look after the family. So what does that, what does that mean? There is something, there is a certain insecurity, and I think it is personal insecurity. Maybe it is bred into us by our bringing. Mm -hmm. uh, this much you're seeing, that if a woman has more money, then your ego as a mm. person suffers. Mm. And I think it is important for people to mature mm. and get to the level of ego security. Ego security, now, this shouldn't sound academic, but there's this thing people call yeah. as Rose Triangle. Mm. Most of them think that it stops at uh, self-actualization, mm. but the last one he did has got a higher level, which is uh, transcendence. Mm. And at that level, you have got ego security, because if you are secure in yourself, mm. it does not matter if somebody has got more than you do. Yeah. It does not impact on you. <coughs> it does not matter if you are building them higher than you, because that's, especially for us teachers, that's your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore you strive so that your children can go higher. Yeah. If my spouse can go higher than me, I'll be very happy. I'll say, wow, mm. th this is wonderful. And therefore, especially for the men, what is the male singer called? Uh, <coughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the, the point is, this is especially for men. Please get ego security. And that way you can live as partners with your spouses. Mm, and yeah. as partners, then you work together, you are friends, and mm. therefore you, you are not fighting all the time to say, don't you know I'm the man in this house? Honestly, mm. it is so stupid and silly. Mm. People actually do it. Mm. 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 Yes, about uh, forgiving. Um, I'm happy that uh, you can see that uh, I, I, I am forgiving. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, th there are no situations that I remember that really, uh, no knife-wielding uh, situations. Yeah. No, 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 just little things. Mm. And, you know, if I can forgive other people, yeah. what about the person I love, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, it is so easy. Yeah. Such simple things as, you know, sometimes he will call home, don't eat, you know, sometimes when he will be, Late, he says, No, you can eat, I'll find you. But when he calls and says, Wait for me, I'm coming, and gets stranded in traffic, the phone is off, no battery, then you really get annoyed. And then he comes and he's so apologetic, you know? It is so easy, you know? We have learned to say sorry. That is something that really is important. You learn to say sorry. Yeah. And, and life goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Can I add a little thing? Yes, sure. yes, yes. Counting 
what, what are you whispering about? <laughs> Counting blessings. <laughs> yes. There's this passage, again, people sometimes quote the Bible and they think it is not serious. Mm. Love does what? There's no keep a record of which one is love is patient, love is yes. love. No, no, no keeping a record is one of the things we easily fall into. Mm. Yeah. So somebody still remembers what they gave 30 years ago. Mm. I forgave you this. Oh. Then you did forgive. Thank you. Thank you, Wama Weavers, these three years. So, so that's partly why it is difficult. Because when you condition yourself to that, you, yeah. the little, they disappear. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well, um, I just want to, any parting remarks that probably we may not have addressed or something you want to leave with us, a tidbit, something treatable, you know. <coughs> well, I've already word. said that. I've mm. already said that. Mm. I, I should repeat. Mm. <laughs> well, I said that what you put, you put in, you get out, you uh, get what you get out of your marriage. Yeah. Is, what you is exactly in. what you put in. Mm -hmm. If you put in, let's say, complaints, complaints, then of course, if you saw complaints, yeah. you you're going to reap uh, a hundredfold yes. of yes. complaints. Ma eh? Ma if, you, if you saw nagging, mm. somebody's going to abandon you. Mm. Eh? Mm. So what you put in mm. is what you, is get, what out. you get out. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Uh -huh. Daddy, anything? Uh, can I try to be wiser than my wife? <laughs> this time it's she okay. may not This forget. time I have allowed this. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think for me, my message is to, to the men because they probably suffer most, and I'm not talking about suffering most physical or whatever, mm. but they suffer most from ego. Mm. Yeah. And th this is a challenge to many marriages. You cannot say, I'm sorry. There are things you can't do in the home. Mm. I mean, mm. if, if I met Dorcas doing everything in my home, mm. why should I stop? They eventually pushed me out of the kitchen, which is OK, because um, I don't cook as well. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we don't have to. But there was a time yeah. uh, we got a new maid. Yeah. And Tusu went to the kitchen to, what were you doing? Were you washing something. And then she was Mama Rhoda, and she said, Mama Rhoda said, what have I done? Dad is uh, washing up the plate. So for peace. So men, please, you have a responsibility in creating that homeness or yeah. homeliness yes. in yeah. the homes. You are part of it. It's not simply for the lady. Mm -hmm. uh, together, working together, you can build the home and build the love in which your family and Everybody is going to flourish. Mm -hmm. This is our responsibility. Being the head of the house does not mean that you sit at the head of the house. The head of the house carries everything. Yes. So if yes. you are the head of the house, lift the entire house on your head and make sure that they are happy and that they are progressing. Yes. That is the head of the house to carry everybody's success. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. We'll now go back to Moses. <laughs> to finish up. A sitting allowance. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? 39 years, no fight. 39 years. My, my biggest takeout was what you put in. No. What you get out is what you put in. Don't be surprised. 
by what you don't ask about what did I put. You just watch your watch, watch what you're getting out. Thanks so much. Let's appreciate uh, Dr. and Mrs. Tusu for this awesome interview. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those who are joining us online again, this is Victoria's Families. And uh, today we are talking about covenant, covenanted love. And I, I had that point by Dr. Tusu when he said, if you are not serious, if you don't mean it, don't do it. Because if you do it, then that is it. And uh, so there's a lie out there. The lie is that you can have fun in your marriage, okay, in your relationship until you get married. And then when you get married, end of fun, beginning of seriousness, as if seriousness is a gift of the spirit, which it is not. But I just want to add a little, really, that, that spoke volumes. I just want to throw in a text or two to talk about what, what undergirds that. What's the foundation that supports all of that? And I believe the foundation that supports that is covenant. Genesis 2, 23 to 24 says, and Adam said, this is after God had created Eve and brought Eve to Adam. Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Be joined and they shall become. So there's departure, joining, and becoming. So Jesus repeats this same verse. Remember now, this is Moses speaking in Genesis out of Revelation. And then Jesus repeats it in Matthew 19, 46, after the Pharisees had asked him, is it lawful for one to divorce his wife? And Jesus says, no. And then they said, no, but Moses said you can give her a certificate of divorce. And they said, no, because of your hardened hearts. Your hardened hearts. That's why he gave you that exit clause. And then he says, and he answered and said to them, verse 4, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So we have the witness of Moses in Genesis. We have the witness of Jesus in Matthew. And then Paul writes in Ephesians 5, 30 to 32, we talked about it last week. He says, for we are members of his body, and of his flesh and of his bones. Remember what Adam said? Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Paul says, we are members of his body, who? Christ. And of his flesh and of his bones. And then he repeats that same text. For this reason, 
a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And then he says in verse 32, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. He says it is not just a mystery. It is a great mystery. There is mysteries, then they are great mysteries. Marriage is a great mystery. In other words, every time you see a couple, like we've just seen Dr. Tosua and uh, Mrs. Tosubira, you are observing a great mystery. And there is something that we learn from that mystery about how God relates with the church, with his children. That's what he calls it, a great mystery. Now, I just want to throw in two things here with the time I have left. And I'm going to talk about the promise and the oath. Because we had very clearly, they fell in love Loved one another, promised one another, will you marry me? I will marry you. And then they added an oath to it. Now, I'm getting into the mystery zone, so stick with me a little. But let's go to Hebrews chapter 6, verses 13 to 18. And I'm going to, because it's a great mystery, but I'm speaking about God, Christ, and the church. Now, one of the people we learn from about this relationship between God and man is Abraham. And Abraham, in Genesis 12, God came and told Abraham certain things and gave him certain promises. And he left his home and he went to around, he went to Egypt, came from Egypt, went to Canaan uh, with his cousin Lot. Things got interesting. And then in chapter 15, God made a covenant with Abraham. And how that covenant was made those days, those days they used to do what they call walking between the pieces. If So covenanting, I'm going to call Dr. Okulo. I don't, I don't know if I have to keep adding junior. <laughs> So covenanting, let's assume you and I are going to covenant. Okay? To say, it's you and I, we need to protect each other. Out there, it's hostile, etc. And we make a covenant. So we would make promises. And those promises would include uh, different things. Property, children, like your children are my children. If anything ever happens to you, I'll take care of your children. If anything ever happens to me, you'll take care of my children. When you're attacked, I'll fight with you. When I'm attacked, you will fight, no, for you, on your side, basically, not That was covenanting. Basically, that's what covenant is. That's why when people are getting married, and Angela will join us soon, not yet, they make those promises. All I have, I give to you. Give to you. Uh, all I am, oh, no. All I, all I am, I give to you. All I have, I share with you within the love of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Those things have a, a source. Yes. Now, what used to happen those days is that when people covenanted, usually they made sure that they were 
almost at par. At par. You know, you are, you are not Gondi, Montwa wants you covenanting with Bill Gates. <laughs> so, so they would agree on all those terms of the agreement and then they would cut an animal in half, right way from top to, to bottom, and they would lay the pieces on either side, and then they would walk. So you would walk this way, and I would walk that way, and then that walking is the oath. You've now, that's swearing by blood, the blood of that animal. Okay, I'm going to call you back soon. Yeah. So when that happened, it is sealed. So now God comes to Abraham, makes promises. Abraham starts enjoying life based on God's promises. Then God comes back and says, okay, Abraham, I'm going to give you this land. I'm going to do this and this. And Abraham is like, God, wait. It's been a few years. I don't even have a son. And you're saying these things. Who is going to inherit? How am I going to occupy it when I don't have a son? And God said, let's covenant. So he made him walk through. So, so he put Abraham to sleep because Abraham and God were so imbalanced in terms of what they have to bring to the table. Imagine God covenanting with you. And like, what you have is mine. What I have is yours. <laughs> I will fight for you when you're attacked, you'll fight for me. Like, like you and God. So basically, God didn't want to put Abraham under pressure to make any promises. Because God knew that Abraham has really nothing to offer. So he put him to sleep. He put him to sleep. I don't know if you can give me that verse, uh, Genesis 15, verse 17 to 21. He put him to sleep. He says, and it came to pass when the sun went down and it was dark that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. So he put him to sleep and God walked through the pieces by himself. Saying, blessing, I will bless you. I told you it's a great mystery. Hebrews 6, 13 to 18. For when God made a promise to Abraham... Because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply you. Now, Eman and Angel come. So, let's say, no, it's not even an imagination. You fell in love. <laughs> Head over heels, no recovery. Yeah. So you fall in love, you make promises to each other, what? Blessing, I'll bless you. Uh, much. <laughs> multiplying, I'll multiply. Yeah. Pun intended. And then, <laughs> so, but you're making those promises to one another. That's where it starts. But then, see what happens next. So he says, next, next one. And so after he had patiently endured, this is Abraham, he obtained the promises. For men indeed swear by the greater and an oath for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. So God, so you know that having made those promises to one another as 
Dr. Tusa said, then you come to the altar. Yes. Okay, let me make, take the place now. Of mm. the, and then you swear before a greater. Mm. So, the greatest who is, who is represented by all the people you swear before is really God. It's God. It's a great mystery. It is God who creates families. If you think about it, of all the girls, why did you fall in love with her? Okay, don't think about it. Of all the boys, it's a mystery. It's really a mystery that out of all the thousands of people you could have gone with, it ends up to be that person. It's a mystery. No one can explain it. But then after the promise is made, next is the oath. So the thing I'm talking about is covenant has promise and oath. And that's what undergirds the rest of it. Now you know what happens in Genesis 15 is God knew that Abraham's children were going to be in slavery for 400 years before they could occupy the land he was promising Abraham. Basically he's like, it's going to take 400 something years. <laughs> and of course Abraham is like, hmm. And God is like, there is no way. Given the difficulties ahead, only covenant will give this man faith to believe that I will fulfill it. Wow. Now, of course, I wish that all of us, our marriages were like Datusubiras. I wish. I even wish mine was like that. Someone asked on YouTube, what happens if your, your, part, your partner doesn't want to be playful? <laughs> You try to be playful, eh? I don't know, grow up. So, <laughs> so I wish, but in many, many, many times, many of us are facing serious difficulties. Yeah. You're facing serious difficulties. And you know what? You better have an oath. Yeah. Because at the end of that difficulty is so much joy and blessing that you cannot even fathom. But the oath is what keeps you going. In sickness and in health. For richer, for poorer. When things are good, when things are bad, I'll stick with you. And that oath cannot be made between just two people. It has to be before a greater. So God needed, think, if God needed to swear, that boy who says he loves you, he has better swear. But the problem is, God couldn't find a greater one to swear before. So he had to swear by himself. So you see, he says, for men indeed swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation. The oath confirms the promise. Yes, he said he loves you. There has to be a confirmation. Yes, she said she loves you. There has to be the confirmation of the oath because an oath for confirmation is for them an end of all dispute. It says this matter is done. We have no choice. Our only choice is to succeed in this matter. There is no other matter.
So as you set off, as you get off the altar and you're walking out and they're singing, you know between yourselves that the dispute is over. <laughs> so so see, see what he says next. He says, that's God determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath. Is there another verse? That by two immutable things, which ones? The promise and the oath. The promise is between the two. The oath has a third party because a cord of three cannot easily be broken. In which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. It's a mystery. Marriage is a mystery. When you see two married people, you are observing a mystery. And it's a great mystery which talks about Christ and the church. The kind of love that God has for us that, that he gives everything without condition. And every time you see a married couple like Dr. Tusu and Auntie Docas, we call her Auntie Docas in secret. She wants us to call her Docas. We just can't bring ourselves to doing it. You just know you are witnessing a great mystery of how God loves people and how Christ loves the church. And that mystery is not based on nothing. There is both a promise and an oath. The covenant is complete. We are part of a new covenant. Jesus made the promise and he went to the cross and sealed it with his blood. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.